Good morning, everybody. We have a lower trade in the grain markets here early on Wednesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. July corn futures down 8 cents at 6.72. December corn is down 14 and a quarter at 5.95 and a quarter. July soybeans down 13 cents at 15.67. November soybeans down 16 and a half at 14.40 and a half. July Chicago wheat down nine and three quarters at 6.75 and a half. July Kansas City wheat down 10 and three quarters at 6.21 and three quarters. July spring wheat down 21 and three quarters cents at 7.49. If you're listening on the podcast, as always, appreciate it. Leave me a rating or a review if you have not already. Would really uh, like to hear any feedback that you might have. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit the like button. That would really help me out in regard to YouTube. If you need some additional assistance from me, uh, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner. For $49 a month, I offer a subscription service. It includes my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. It includes my text message service. It includes my subscriber-only videos and content, which have become extremely popular. I blast these out just about every day. There's a video uh, regarding some some aspect of grain marketing or uh, the markets or weather uh, this time of year in particular. So uh, a ton of information that I'm sending out here for 49 bucks a month. Again, this is billed to your credit card. You can cancel at any time. There's no trading account Required. There's no other fee. There's no other obligation. Certainly check this deal out. To get into some of the headlines this morning, I'd say that uh, weather is still a big, big, big deal here. Uh, heavy rains were noted across portions of North Dakota and northern South Dakota yesterday. That event in North Dakota was somewhat widespread for uh, south central, southeastern areas of the state. There's a system that sits over the northeastern part of North Dakota this morning. Now, beyond that event, uh, forecasts look really kind of warm and dry. The GFS model is drier this morning for the next 10 days. It had been a little bit wetter. The Euro model remains kind of dry. The Weather Prediction Center forecast uh, sticking with kind of a drier tone for a lot of your western Corn Belt areas. Uh, even some of the areas of the eastern Corn Belt a little bit drier uh, in this morning's forecast. Above normal temperatures slated to stick around for another week or so, if not longer. Uh, it should be noted this morning that the uh, GFS model is offering some additional rains in the extended forecast. Um, if you're looking for a reason to be bearish or a reason why the markets are down this morning, maybe that's it. I'm not too sure. Um, wouldn't mind showing you a couple weather maps here. Here's what was observed or over North Dakota and South Dakota over the last 72 hours. And you can see like uh, this area here, this this uh, blue and purple area. I mean, they caught three to five inches of rain, maybe up to six inches locally in some areas. Um, there's still a lot of areas that are dry up there and uh, 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 have problems. But this is this is a big event. Um, here's your GFS model through June 19th. So this is the next seven days and it's backed off some of the rains. Um, but again, that, that GFS deal, which is only one of the, the weather models that people follow, uh, does offer a lot more rain in the extended forecast. Just keep in mind with the forecasts guys, that the further you go, the less reliable they are typically in my experience, Euro model, even drier than that GFS here during the next seven days. And then here's your weather prediction center, uh, map. And, and they're kind of sticking with the dry theme here for the next seven days, at least, um, for, you know, Iowa for southern Minnesota. Uh, the Dakotas, a little bit more rain expected. Uh, they've even backed off some of the rains for the eastern Corn Belt that had been expected as well. So um, 
in general here, I mean, we still got kind of a threatening forecast, I suppose, if that GFS model in the extended um, uh, version of it comes to fruition, that could be uh, kind of negative. Maybe the market's looking at that this morning with this lower trade, or maybe this is just a, a run-of-the-mill correction. Soybean crush in Argentina hit a six-year high in April. Processors crushed 4.2 million metric tons. That's about 154 million bushels of soybeans. Uh, increased farmer selling is uh, the reason being given for the larger crush. Farmers taking advantage of high prices in Argentina. Argentina, of course, the world's largest exporter of soybean meal. They are also a large crusher. Customs officers in Argentina went on strike briefly yesterday, disrupting grain exports. Uh, they're not happy with the slow vaccination program. Same deal that we saw with the port workers there two, three weeks ago. Uh, the strike only lasted for a few hours, but you may see some additional strikes uh, if some sort of deal is not made there. Again, these sort of labor issues are very much commonplace in Argentina. This happens uh, several times per year, it feels like. We'll see some additional um, or another weekly ethanol report from EIA later this morning. Last week's print, 1.034 million barrels per day, was the best of the post-COVID era. U.S. ethanol producers are able to grind corn at a profit despite high corn prices, uh, mainly due to a surge in ethanol prices. Ethanol peaked at its best level since 2014, back in early May. It's set back a little bit since, but still a very strong ethanol market here. Some people believe that USDA actually may need to increase uh, their estimates for corn demand via ethanol. If this strong uh, grind continues, uh, that report will be out at 9.30 a.m. Central Time this morning. USDA will release its June crop production and WASD report tomorrow morning. I'll talk a little bit more about the numbers uh, in, in tomorrow's update, but what I'll say is this here for the moment. This report is typically not a big market mover. The June 30th planted acreage and grain stocks report is typically the must, the most uh, or more important report this month. That doesn't mean that uh, we can't see volatility tomorrow. Anytime USDA releases a fresh set of numbers, there's always um, the uh, uh, possibility of, of big volatility. I think the trade will be particularly interested in some of the demand numbers here for the U.S., and I think that Brazilian corn number is, is an area of contention as well. Cattle market uh, finished higher in most of your feeder or uh, fat cattle contracts, marginally lower in the feeder cattle yesterday. We'll see what develops today. Outside markets fairly quiet. The S&P is about flat. The Dow's down 60 points. Gold's down three bucks. The U.S. dollar is uh, down just a few ticks. Crude oil's up 30 cents, 35 cents in the July WTI, 70, 40, above 70 bucks in the uh, crude, and uh, the bonds are up a little bit. Uh, everybody have a wonderful day today. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.